Well, Lindsay Smith's got three horses I want to concentrate on in this interview. Tuvalu, he led, brave, last week in a really strong form race, as we know, Prowess is a group bomb winner. And then Tino, arguably, should be unbeaten right throughout his career. This horse has beaten less than a half length, Tuvalu. So we'll get the latest there. This horse, Corner Pocket, you might look at the form and see 11th last start. I'll tell you, that wasn't a bad performance in the Turak. So Lindsay will tell us what he thinks with corner pocket, but I want to concentrate on this horse, Triple Missile, that's favourite here for Derby Day at uh, Flemington. Triple Missile. Lindsay Smith, how are you, Lindsay? Uh, good morning, Steve. I'm all good, mate. Uh, not out, I'm a little bit out of form, but by the sounds of things, we're about to get in the form tomorrow. <laughs> it must be an interesting story behind Triple Missile. You didn't have him from the start. A guy in South Australia, Todd, uh, Western Australia, Todd Harvey did, but has he had some issues along his journey so far? Because he's quite lightly raced Triple Missile. Yeah, he had uh, a couple of uh, chips taken out of his joints and um, early in his life he was trained on the track and uh, he pulled up sore a couple of times. So the owner sent him down to me in Perth and uh, into uh, the heavy sand in Perth and uh, he looked real good a couple of times and he's looked good a few times in his life. So uh, he was good enough for me to send him over here and. Um, he looked good early. He won a race down here. It's a country race, a bit like the Ramoni. It's called the Golden Topaz. So he won that. He looked good there. Um, then he started missing the kick a little bit, and another chip was found. So uh, that got taken out of. Um, so we've worked him back in the best way we can in the sand, and I thought the other day he began good. He was a lot closer than usual. Um and uh, a nice horse beat him up the straight. So, yeah, he seems to be back on track. Star Patrol, you're making reference to, and he just didn't have any cover in that race exposed down the straight. Yeah, yeah, it looked that way, but um, uh, I, I've got to be honest, I, I sort of nearly went the early crow there, about the 300, I, the way the girl was sitting on him. I thought she was quite confident, but she can ride him cold, and, um, yeah, that horse sort of, uh, the winner was brave and uh, he's a good straight horse. So uh, I was happy enough with the result. Um, obviously, James McDonald's manager was happy, or James. So they rang up for the ride. So um, I put it to the owner and the owner took the opportunity to put him on. So that's why he's riding it. Um, and he don't he doesn't make too many mistakes. So yeah. that's a plus. He ran a very similar last 600 to Star Patrol as well. You'd say if he repeats that here uh, and the track's not biased towards the outside, that he's got to go close. Yeah, well, I can't control the bias, but I would say that he hasn't gone backwards. So, um, yeah, he's he um, he goes good second up. Yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with him because he was... He will... Well, all things being equal, he'll go to... Uh, He'll go to Perth in for the Winterbottom. With a, a race like uh, knowing the Winterbottom is going to be worth $1.5 I thought this sort of horse... I didn't know whether he should go there or the Rupert Clark, but I think the money and the owner living in Perth uh, was the draw card. Now, anything about going to Perth, I might get him back, so <laughs> you just got to be a bit careful. Yeah. You've got to win there, but, but um, yeah, I didn't know it was Winterbottom or the Rupert Clark, but... Um, yeah, so at this stage of the winter bottom, but I have changed my mind like the weather, so uh, yeah, I expect a curveball. He doesn't appear big, this horse? No, he's not big. He's got a great finish. 
that's why it surprised me. It was a bit close the other day, but maybe a bit fresh. Um, you know, maybe should she have put a bit more pressure on the leader earlier? Maybe, but um, as you just said, he, he, they were quite similar the last six hundreds, and um, I'd say a star patrol would isn't he'd be about a two dollar twenty five. No doubt he would be. He's blinkered up. Have they been on for some time? Yeah, yeah. He just okay. pretty. They stayed on because I was trying to get him out of the gates, and he doesn't. It doesn't affect him, so uh, I'll, I'll leave them on. That's triple missile Tuvalu. You've got to love him, even though he didn't win. He's brave again last week. What are you going to do with him now? Yeah, he uh, he'll trial again here. Um, he um, trial and so you got it from to get to Perth. You got to nowadays. You got to go from Melbourne, float up to Sydney, and then get the plane from Sydney to Perth. So. It's a little bit of snakes and ladders, but um, once again, uh, there's three races for him in Perth, all worth $1.5 million. Uh, he races against them two horses, you said the other day. And um, no, I know it's not all that money, but that was of 300000 So he, if he re- repeated that in Perth, he, you would think he'll win one of them races because I, I agree. I'd say the winner was going to win another group one. And if I could have a bet, the third, the second horse will be winning a Group One soon too. Goes to the Five Diamonds, Antino next week. Where's that? In Sydney. Sydney. Oh, he's going up there. Okay. Yeah, Sam Clipperton's going to ride him. How much is that worth? A lot of money. I can tell you in a minute. Two million, I think. Yeah, he was. He's been unlucky, as you said, a couple of times. I've watched him, and uh, it. Even though on the day you, you know, on the corner, I thought I might have had him, but uh, Antino was obviously unlucky. But you, you come away. I wouldn't say disappointed, but you'd always like to win. But at the end of the day, in six months, they're mostly super good horses, both of them. Um, he'll be back in uh, where I used to train in Perth. I haven't sold that property, so in the sand. So, you know, I, I find it hard backing up horses when I live in Warrnambool to go to Melbourne back. I've tried a couple of times. It doesn't work. It's something I love doing. So back in my home home dirt, um, I may turn around and throw him in a, in a 1,400, just send him down the beach or something for a week and throw him in a 1,400, 1.5 million. So that could happen, but he, he's going to focus on Perth. And as I said, if he repeats that performance at Mooney Valley, he, he, the 1,800's looking uh, like a race that um, he'll be hard to yeah. beat in. I don't know, Cascadian may be going there. I, I, I seen a trial the other day, but... There might be too much going over to Perth, so we'll wait and see. You should put Damien Oliver on in that goal rush on one of your horses because that's, uh, of course, he's finishing up at that carnival and it's named after him this year. Yeah, well, yeah my wife keeps saying the same, but I, I'm not real sentimental. I'm more greedy than sentimental. So, um, listen, Jamie Carr was asked to ride at um, uh, this prep. Uh, she stuck with it. She wants to go to Perth. So unless something happens to uh, her... Jamie, that, um, yeah, um, and fairy tales. Yeah, I don't know about that yeah. horse racing, but, uh, yeah, but you'd never know. It might happen. Triple Missile Race 4-5. Tell me about this horse corner pocket. His ugly plate run had merit. Yeah, his Turak was Turak, was I mean, not ugly plate. It was quite, very much unlike him, but there was a horse uh, all shook up or something like that. All shock up or something. Uh, he played up at the gates, and just as the gates opened, and old Hercules sort of had the blinkers on, he turned his head, and he sort of half... He missed a kick of three-quarters length, and then they sort of 
cost him and he was in a bad spot. He had nowhere to go and he was travelling on the bend and then he got a couple of prats. So I reckon he would have run fifth, I reckon, fifth or sixth. So then we'd be, he'd be regarded as a bit better chance tomorrow, I would have thought, because his run wasn't too bad and he always gives his best. Well, Amelia Jewell, his favourite for a $10 million race. Um, well, this horse and, was a half leg behind her. Yeah, and he had, we got held up and missed a kick. So you would say both runs would be equal. Um, this horse, uh, he's trained on good. The regular riders riding him. The gate, a bit tricky. But he, he he's better off going forward because he's only got the one one speed and he hits a bit of a flat spot around the 600. The jockey knows him well. He's only, I think he's the only bloke who's won on him. So... Um, yeah, he's not without a hope, and uh, he likes the track, likes the distance. So, um, yeah, hopefully, he can uh, get back on the scoreboard for the owners. Cascadian in Sydney, uh, Lindsay. I'm sorry, in the 1300 giga kick, Cascadian fresh up. Yeah, well, he obviously he'll be thinking of going to Perth then. Yeah, he'll well, he's be... numb for the railway and the northerly. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. uh, anyway, two volutes, as I said. Uh, Somewhere near his best, Cascading gets back around Ascot. He's uh, yeah, uh, Cascading Tuvalu. I, I'd rather be riding Tuvalu, I would say, mm. at Ascot anyway. Yeah, and of course you got that Western Trilogy too with that slot race. Um, having you next year the Sprint though, the Nullarbor. Yeah, yeah, I've got a ticket in that. Um, so uh, there was a young horse here called Mawalik, um, a mare. She, she or Triple Missile. Um, but uh, Mawalik's a horse that um, I like, and she's uh, she should be undefeated. She only got beat once, but um, she went out for the spring, and I, I think I'll bring her back. And I don't know whether to go to the Sankster or, or to send her to Perth for that race like that, because uh, you know, I have I have got the slot, so um, I won't have to give anyone any money because I own half of Mawalik, so Mawalik, it'll be good. Yeah. You got me anyway, looking up the form, yeah. Yes, nice horse, really nice horse. Um, yeah, she she could go to the top. That horse, out of all my stables, she is. Uh, if I had to keep one horse, it uh, would be her. Okay, so when does she run again? She's by trust again. Trust in a gut. Yeah, but she's uh, out of a good mare. Her, her sister was swatched that. Uh, it was by Seamus Award that got sold for nine hundred to Yulong, but I think it won a Group Two. But um, no, I just put her out because down here, the best time to put them in the paddock is now. So. I did that with the purpose to let some sun on her back and some nice grass and uh, get her back in and um, see where um, how high she can go. Ma Wallet, thank you. All right, have a nice day. Lindsay Smith telling us about uh, a couple of runners. Triple Missile is favourite in the fourth at Flemington. He can really gallop this guy when he's on the song. As I said, uh, you go back to the Rubiton, he was excellent there. Sectionally very, very good from out the back you know, behind Lofty Strike and Uncommon James. And last start, he just raced outside, basically just at the girth or behind Star Patrol, but he was exposed. Uh, not a big horse, and he was very, very brave. And as Lindsay said, if Star Patrol was in this, he'd be a short-priced favourite. Yeah, his sectional that day was a 33.80. Star Patrol's was 33.78. Triple missile. And if you're taking an exotic, I would include Corner Pocket. Uh, race nine, the Damien Oliver. Uh, number seven. And we'll look out for that horse, Mar Wallach. I've written it down a little note here and stuck it up in the studio. I hate when I do that, but the spelling is M-A-W-A-L-L-O-C-K. So M-A-W-A-L-L-O-C-K, Mar Wallach.
a mare trust in a gust. 